Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, and it always seems that right about now, a big blockbuster movie comes out each summer. Uh, perhaps you've uh, heard about or even already seen uh, this year's big movie, Solo, uh, a Star Wars story. Uh, from what I hear, this movie is a fun look at the backstory of the beloved and rascally character Han Solo, originally played by Harrison Ford. Now, in the original Star Wars movies, uh, Han was the love interest of Princess Leia and the pilot of the Millennium Falcon, uh, along with his hairy sidekick, Chewbacca. So the, the reviews that I've read so far have said that this, is a this new one is a rollicking adventure story that careens along with plenty of Western-style shootouts with blasters, galactic gangsters, and smugglers trying to outfox each other, and, of course, acrobatic spaceship chases with the Millennium Falcon. Whenever we watch movies or read books that tell a good story, we can't help but identify with the main character. We get to know him. We share in his experiences and become friends with his friends. We feel what he feels. We hate his enemies and we cheer him on to triumph in the end. For a little while, our lives are bound up in, another in the life of another person. Now, sometimes we get bound up in another person's life in unhealthy ways. We get caught up in a power struggle with them, trying to always get the upper hand. Maybe we have a long-standing feud with them, or there's smoldering anger or tension between us. Or we can become emotionally enmeshed and emotionally fused, where our heart becomes set on that person. Our world revolves around him or her. And if we lose them somehow, we feel like we have lost ourselves and don't know how to go on. Well, there's a story in Genesis 44 about being bound up in another's life. The patriarch Jacob, in his final days in the Canaan wilderness, was caught between having his entire family perish in a famine and forever losing his youngest son, Benjamin, who he treasured above all else. Thinking that he had lost his favorite son, Joseph, to a wild beast years ago, Jacob hung his hopes and all of his joy on Joseph's younger brother, Benjamin. Genesis 44.30 says that Jacob's life was bound up in Benjamin's life, and if he were to be separated from Benjamin, he would die. Well, the famine became even more severe. They ran out of the food the other brothers had brought back from Egypt. Jacob was forced to let Benjamin go with them back to Egypt to buy more grain. When the royal cup of Pharaoh's right-hand man was found in Benjamin's sack, the ruler said he would let the other brothers go but have Benjamin put in prison. His brothers all fell on their knees, begging him to take all of them in, instead, but let Benjamin go, because their father would not be able to bear losing Benjamin after losing Joseph years earlier. Of course, the story had a happy ending. Joseph revealed himself to his brothers, forgave them, and welcomed the whole family to live in Egypt with him.
We get bound up in the lives of our kids. Whether they're our own kids, whether they're part of our extended family, or part of our faith family. We watch them grow, we cheer them on from the stands, and we pray God's best for them. It recently hit me that Cassidy is nine, going on ten, as she always likes to remind me, or as she likes to say, zero teen. (laughs) She's already halfway to the age where she will be sitting there in her own high school cap and gown. Time flies so quickly. We have all these hopes and dreams for our kids. We want to keep them with us forever, but... To become completely who God wants them to be, they have to launch out on their own and begin their own new adventures. This year's Roland Story class motto is from a song by Tim McGraw. Chase your dreams, but always know the road that will lead you home again. Well, Luke and other graduates, we want you to soar. But we also want you to know that you have a home here in this community and this congregation. Wherever God takes you in the years to come, we are proud of you and we pray God's best for you and we look forward to seeing you whenever your road leads you home again. Our lives are bound up in the love of Christ. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says that he lives in the Father, and the Father lives in him. Jesus is the living Word of God, part of the Holy Trinity in the beautiful dance in which Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are so bound up in life together that they are one. In chapter 17, in fact, in the very verse that uh, is printed up there in Norwegian, Jesus says that he lives in his Father and the Father lives in him. And he prays for us. He prays to his Father for his followers in future generations, declaring that those of us who follow him by faith become one with him and one with God. That verse up there is verse 24. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory. Jesus opens up the fellowship of the Trinity to you and me. We are now bound up in the life of God, and God is bound up in our life. The intimacy that we have with God knows no bounds. We are in love with and forever loved by the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The language that the prophets use to describe God's love is almost shocking at times. They talk about God as a jealous lover, a jilted husband who keeps calling his wayward bride back no matter how often she strays into the arms of others. The things and the people and the cravings that we get bound up in are described by Scripture as false lovers who only abandon us. God wants to be the one with whom we are united forever. He pursues us with a love that goes to the cross and to the grave 
and then brings us to new life. There's an old hymn by Charles Wesley called Jesus, Lover of My Soul. These are just a few of the lyrics. Jesus, lover of my soul, let me to thy bosom fly. While the nearer waters roll, while the tempest still is nigh. Thou, O Christ, art all I want, more than all in thee I find. Raise the fallen, cheer the faint, heal the sick and lead the blind. Thou of life the fountain art, freely let me take of thee. Spring thou up within my heart, rise to all eternity. A fountain of love that big and deep and wide can't be kept inside us. It naturally flows out of our heart to the people around us. When the prophet Isaiah found himself caught up into the throne room of God, he heard a voice saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah had the boldness to answer, Here am I. Send me. As followers of Christ, every one of us is sent on a mission from God. We exist to tell this amazing story of the one who loved us so much that he has made it the purpose and mission of his life to be bound up in our lives forever. May we never grow weary of that story and of sharing it with others. It's better than any blockbuster movie. It's the greatest story ever told. Amen.